Hey, yo, we in the building. Welcome to the Yo Beat Ain't Safe podcast. We're here to bang on your eardrums and mesmerize your mind for about an hour each week. It's your boy Devo. Champ in this corner. G coming from Southwest Philly. And I'm your boy J-Dub holding it down as well. Thank y'all for listening. Now, on our podcast, we're going to tackle all kinds of topics. Everything from pop culture to sports and marriage. Everyday life issues. And everything else in between. No matter what the topic is that we're covering, just know one thing's for sure. Your beat ain't safe. All right, welcome back to the show, guys. This week's episode for our hook segment, we are talking about team busted ass iPhone versus team Android. <laughs> What's up with this cult like following that iPhone has? Like, y'all pretend, y'all meaning all y'all niggas with iPhones, y'all pretend like your superior technology. But no one can actually give any type of facts to back that up. What's up with it? G, I'm going to throw it to you because you part of that team. <laughs> yeah, I'm newly team iPhone. Um, proud to be a part of the game. Um, spent the last, what, 2008 team Android. Um, and it's a cult. It's like, a, like you said, it's a cult like following it. And it isn't necessarily technology. I'll be the first to admit it. Uh, moving from uh, my note. It really didn't give me all the aspects of what the um, Samsung did. It's just that the experience, the uh, the user interface was a lot faster with a lot of different apps, um, like Instagram, a lot of my banking information. It was like all that stuff moved a lot smoother. Um, also, man, like when I first went to the Apple store, shit was like being initiated into a gang or something. It was just like a whole different experience than going into a regular T-Mobile and be like, hey, man, this shit ain't working. So you had to get jumped in. That's what you said. <laughs> exactly. Somebody <laughs> weird come from behind the thing and be like, what you here for? They take your name down. They make, they make it all special and fancy and shiny. So I um, I joined reluctantly. My daughter kind of pushed me over the edge because uh, I got my phone stolen. Uh, when I was out of town, and so I had to kind of just grab something real fast. So I kind of caught on team iPhone by accident. It's been a good experience, man. I, I enjoy it. I guess, I guess, I guess. Champ, what you what you think? You over there on that team too? You already know, but so okay, let's be real. We gonna go with what kicks want us to go with, and once they decided that if your text messages come up green, you broke. Bro, you ain't got no choice, bro. You got no blue. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. Now, I would say we switched over. You are married. Well, yeah, of course. I was about to say we. I was just speaking. You asked about the cult part of it. Like, so you think the dudes get iPhones because the chicks think you broke? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) I'm telling you, that's exactly why they get iPhones. Why would? Do you know how dumb that chick has to be? Bro, it's, 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 like, bro, it's all of them, bro. It ain't, we ain't talking about one or two chicks, one-off situations. Like, no, that is the whole culture. Like, if my son, when he gets to high school, which is in a, another year or so, and he try to talk to somebody, and he's in a green text, yes, they going to clown. Man, he shouldn't want to be with them chicks. They're not smart enough to look up the price <laughs> thing. all the chicks, bro. It was somebody on my timeline that was like, I met a dude that I thought was my future husband until he pulled out an Android phone and I knew it wasn't meant to be. It's really that deep to certain people. My phone is with the smartphones, but I'm just I'm not like a big tech head like that. I like the smartphone. I got an Android. Well, I feel like iPhone is like the Jordans of phone of uh, what Yeezy nigga technology. And by nigga, I don't mean just black folk, white folk too. They niggas too when they cheated. <laughs> <laughs> like just everybody just gotta have an iPhone. It's you know, like you say, you up here, you up high about it, and then you Android, you broke. I'm like, I got a nice phone. <laughs> but the thing is, when you look at price points, the most expensive iPhone and the most expensive Android is the exact same, mm-hmm. and every tier is the exact same. That's so true. it's not a broke thing. I don't know where. I don't even know where that conception that comes from. from. Well, same. because there are no cheap iPhones. Well, it, yes, there it are. Now. Well, it, it didn't used to be. It used to be if you had an iPhone, you paid for that. Like, you hadn't able to go and get a $30 uh, 
Android special. That didn't exist. So that's where it came to be that, yeah, you got an Android, you must be, you got one of them little $50, uh, what were they called? Um, got them on mobile phones. Rap phone. But I'm trying to think of the name because it's, it's not, it's uh, I don't know. Oh, if you got a flip phone, Metro. you might be kind of. You know, Samsung got a new flip. Well, don't get a Nokia flip with Snake. You I know. know what talking about the Motorola phones that you can get at Walmart. They have them sell on Black Friday for $39. Exactly. I thought that was one, one year when she was trying to figure out the smartphone situation. But, you know. Mm. Exactly. So that's where it came from. It came from that. And then they started climbing because all the, nigga, your batteries still fall out. When you drop your phone, you know what I'm saying. But the <laughs> so. batteries stay charged, though. Like this is ridiculous. <laughs> like the the yeah. disparity, the disparity between the technology. That's the thing. I'm, I'm like, okay, I get where it might start it. I hear y'all, but at this point, that conversation shouldn't even exist, though. No. <laughs> That's ridiculous. You think logically? You got to think culturally. You know, Samsung saying. launched a whole ad campaign. They um they put their banners, their ad campaign was going to airports and put huge ads around the outlets. Pretty much, you wouldn't be here if you were Team Samsung. Oh wow! Because iPhone people always got to charge their phone because their phone don't last. That's a misconception because my phone lasts. My battery holds pretty decent. I just think the functionality of iPhone is just a lot easier. As someone switching over, um, with Android, you're able to do more customization and a whole lot more personalization as far as just how you want the phone to maneuver, uh, just different aspects of the phone overall. With the iPhone, it's kind of like plug and play. Grab it. Most of the stuff that you want, besides a few things that aren't on there that you got to upload, and you can just go. Yeah, you don't have no choices. It's a simple <laughs> life. It's, it's kind of like... People hate complicated. Uh, no, they don't because slavery was simple. Your master told you what to do, and that's the iPhone ecosystem. Nigga, <laughs> because it's the same stuff. It's the same stuff. They tell you no, what you're no, going to get, no, and that's it. Over no, here on no, Team Android, no. we Juneteenth, nigga, freedom. So, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so, I would say. Had nothing to do with nothing. Nothing, right? I would say the reason we switched was because. Okay, uh, we celebrate I, Juneteenth today. Right. <laughs> the iPad is why we switched, bro. Like, so we had the, you know, the little ten point nine iPad. Well, no, twelve point nine. Excuse me, twelve point nine. We got the biggest iPad at the time, and because you going the iPad, nothing measures up. Samsung's tablet, and I, and I sold them for a while. They only measure up to the iPad, bro. It just didn't. So we went with the iPad, and once we got used to the iPad, it was kind of like, well, damn. I wouldn't mind if my phone synced up with this, you know, so that's kind of what made us switch um, over to the iPhone because it was just like, you know, why not have the ecosystem? Let me ask you now. You said it don't measure up. What do you, what do you, what do you mean don't measure up? Bruh, the iPad lasts a thousand times longer. Like we, that iPad I just mentioned, I think I've had it for about seven years and you wouldn't know it unless I told you that. Like no Samsung tablet was, was doing that. Like, and I have them. They last about a year, two tops, and that's the that's the five hundred dollar one. You know, it don't last long. That that was the issue for me. <laughs> like, what happened to it? They just they just stopped working correctly. They yeah. uh, usually either the um, the battery goes out on it, or the uh, the sensor like you can't touch nothing. You trying to touch the screen and just stop working. Yeah, the, the, and this is multiples. Like you know, I worked at the store, so. Yeah. I mean, I hear you, but Samsung wasn't in the news for specifically making these devices not last long. That was Apple. Okay. They had to turn it down, bro. They literally had to turn it down. They would never sell one. The A10 tablets, whatever that was, that came out like three or four years ago. If you, if you go with the A, that's the budget version. You're not going to get top of the line. Okay, so I like it. The functionality was horrible. It was super slow. I had to wind up getting um I wind up getting an iPad before I even make the switch to the iPhone myself. And it just worked though. Like I kind of get what he's saying. Like it's just smooth, it worked fine, it was around the same price point as the Samsung tablets when I took them back. So I really didn't feel like I lost anything. Yo, so what's what's like the best Android phone to compete with iPhone the note or they don't make the note no more. Oh, oh see how it's been. Uh, Samsung is <laughs> Samsung. 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 
23 Ultra. Like, that's the latest one just came out. No. Top of the line. The it had the S10 in it. But it's like the top of the line Android device. Blows the iPhone out of the water. Really? Not even comparable. It got nah, a 200 crazy. megapixel camera that you can take a picture of the moon with. You try to take a picture of the moon with an iPhone, it's going to look like shit. Wait a second. Pull it up. You don't have astrophotography, son. Look at the technology. Nope, 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 nope. We're going to look it up. Y'all Android's devices. <laughs> and this is the thing. So you had people, the craziest thing, I had iPhones years ago. Oh, man, we got this retina display. Look how clear our display is. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you don't even know technology. It wasn't even high def. <laughs> iPhones didn't even have high definition screens until the iPhone 10 came out. And they decided, hey, who's the best phone screen in the game? Samsung, let's pay them to make our screens, and Samsung's been making their screens ever since. <laughs> I'm a tech person. I'm a tech person. Look it up. The information's out there. Where am I from? Where are you specifically from? I need a reference. What do you mean? What do you mean? Go Google who makes Apple screens, and you'll see Samsung makes them. Again, as an expert on the subject, yes, I can confirm that what number iPhone they on? Fourteen. The, um, they're gonna start doing like Jade and like, okay, we got the retro iPhone. They're gonna be going back and shit. No, one thing I don't like. You know, both companies they kind of just copy each other. So now we back on flip phones coming back out now. Yep, since I got the flip, it just history just goes back just in a circle. You know? I'm just clip it, clap it close. Yeah, I'm saying right to my hangover face, press in. Yeah. But now, what I was just saying, I feel like the, um, it's just, I don't know. I don't like the incremental upgrades. Like Samsung has started doing that. It used to be when the new Samsung dropped, you got all kind of stuff you can do. Now they doing the iPhone stuff where they just release the same phone every single year. That's what it look like. And I don't like that. That's well, they run a lot of stuff to do to it. I mean, they can only make your camera so good. There's literally not a move in that phone. So like, oh, that won't be like really interesting. Huh? They need to do something right. really significant that I you want phone, to be like, I need to be able to uh, carry like a gun and shoot somebody with my phone. Um, what? If they try me. <laughs> you they probably got an attachment. <laughs> I always do. <laughs> I need to be able to cut my hair with my fucking phone. I, I do with my Android uh, a lot. Of, I used to uh, rock out with the stylus a lot. But, well, well, then I'm okay with my regular phone, but, regular smartphone. I mean, iPhone gets the job. I ain't, I ain't think it was a big debate about iPhone. I guess I'm just be broke. So you were saying that. I be seeing. I guess I just scroll past shit. I don't give a fuck about it. It's all like George. It's like, oh, you got an iPhone. You, yeah, yeah. 2006, but it got that little anthem on the back. It's a status symbol. That's yeah. all it is. I think that's the, the exclusive. Well, once upon a time, it was an exclusivity thing because I think, you know, Champ was right in terms of you had to pay yeah. a lot of money for this device. Whereas now, you know, everybody get them away for free. Um, and you don't even have to get the budget version. If I want to get the free iPhone 14, T-Mobile will give it to me. So, I don't know. I just that's why I say I think that argument of you broke. I don't understand how somebody right now in 2023 could have that. It's hard to change people's minds. Especially with us niggas. You know, we, yeah. you know, we ain't doing nothing different. This is how it's always been. Uh, so man showed it off or something. I said in the rap something Lil Wayne said he approved fruit shit through the iPhone on the song. But he also had a song talking about something with a Samsung. I was about to say, he got a sponsorship. He had that. I don't know what the song was, but I remember him saying it because then when he came back with the iPhone thing, I was like, they must have paid him more or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But I don't know. I don't know. It's Team Android all day over here. I am a firm believer in superior technology. Firm believer in being cheap and whatever phone is affordable, I'm rocking with it. That's not true. No, I was about to say. You know that's a lie. That's my philosophy moving forward. What are you? Oh, okay. When you got this phone, you got now. The only phone they had in the store, cuz it wasn't an option. 
I wanted an Android. They had no other phones in the store. That's what the motherfucker told me. <laughs> and you bought it. <laughs> Bitch, I'm out of town. My man was in a situation. I just had to get a phone because somebody stole he my phone. You phone store. Phone. They only had one phone in the store. Like, they only had one phone that I was interested in. I didn't want an older phone than what I had. You said you wanted whatever was the portable. You the portable? My guy was trying to make that iPhone portable. <laughs> <laughs> trying to hit that quota. How much was it? Uh, that, that was free. That was free. $399 what they got to do. Uh, 24-month discounts. I hate that. Which is funny. I wanted the Android flip phone, but they had just came back out with those. And he was like, we ain't got no more. He was like, well, I got this um, Galaxy S20. Uh, I'm like, no, I'm good. I don't want that. No, they still sold it. I mean, it was like a couple years ago. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. I got you. Well, I can't remember this song. <laughs> you don't even know what your phone is. It don't even matter. It works. That's all that matters. At this point in time, <laughs> Team Android. But anyway, <laughs> y'all let us know what team y'all on iPhone or Android, whether you like inferior technology or superior technology. That's swaying the judge. That's swaying the audience, bro. Well, I mean, this ain't a rule court of law. <laughs> I can't leave you the witness? No, <laughs> Whatever. Damn. Whatever, whatever. All right. So that's the hook for today, guys. We're about to get into this uh, this bar segment. Um, I think y'all really going to enjoy it. So DJ, drop that beat. All right, so this bar segment, we're talking everything friendship. What makes a good friend, what makes a bad friend. We're talking accountability and friendships. You know, when it, when it comes to a good friend, how do y'all define a good friend? How do y'all classify that? Um, a good friend to me is somebody that's very sacrificial, supportive, you know, just be there for you, you know, cheer me on, you know, I, I want them to give me the same energy I give them when they achieve something in life, you know, and you know what, <laughs> how to find out if you got really a good friend who your friends is, have a damn wedding, because whoever don't show up for that shit that you thought was your close friend, they might not have been your friend for real. <laughs> I had yeah. motherfuckers calling in to my way and I was coming down the aisle. Hey, man, I ain't going to make it. Like, it's a job or some shit. <laughs> hey, man, my leg, my leg. Some girl said her, her toe hurt. I'm like, okay. Her toe hurt? <laughs> Cross <laughs> her foot. leg or some shit. Yeah. I can't make it. They, they were really, like, calling in. I was like, and, like, after that, way, I was like, okay. This, 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 this person's uh, friendship has diminished. Significant. Yeah, if you can't show up for that, then you RSVP, and then you don't show up. We ain't bought all you motherfuckers food. Dude. Send you a goddamn bill. That wedding plan or something. I read an article about a couple who did that, and they were like, should they have? Is this tacky? I'm like, no, because you said you were coming. I paid this money for you. That whole wedding thing, I don't even understand it. Like, people should be celebrating you, but you got to spend money for them. Yeah, that's Like, that, it don't even make sense. But you write about that, though. Because this is the most important day of my life. Yeah. Whatever you had going on, like you couldn't put that to the side for right now. Come, come celebrate yeah, with us. My, oh, my uh, daughter is having a uh, a baseball game. So <laughs> it's her first one. I got to go to. I was just like, you go to trash. Boy, that ain't even serious. <laughs> <laughs> for years. They fucking lost. <laughs> Okay. A preseason game. Should have been in the wedge. <laughs> now, I, I will say like a situation. So my sister, uh, her best friend was not able to be at her wedding because she went into labor. Oh, that's that, something that's different. Right? That's different. But you, almost anything else is like, yeah, nah, you can drop that. You should have yeah. been here. I am uh, super sick, so I was like, okay. But even then, I'm like, I'm about to say you could have sat in the back. This pre-COVID. Out pre-COVID. <laughs> pre-COVID. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's true. Unless it's like an emergency. I saw something else, like, like you said, the, like the pregnancy or labor. Yeah, but you know, you also, you know, niggas don't do RSVPs. It's something about black people saying that they coming that you can almost never trust. Yeah. You're right, but that's not the topic we're going to get to that. I mean, but I'm saying it. <laughs> 
if you're saying, okay, as a friend, you got to honor that. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. Cause it's, it's often black people do that though. So <laughs> as a, as a known flaker, <laughs> I can say. <laughs> I try. I, I don't, it's, it's not like, you know, oh, I, I know I'm going. You know, I, I feel like I need to wait until the last minute because something might come up. It might just be somewhere. I don't know. I just, I ain't feeling it, you know, and I don't want to commit and then decide that, yeah, I've already, it feels like a job. Like what you said, like this ain't a job. It feels like a job. Like, I got to be somewhere at a certain time. That's not a job. But you can only flake if you've already committed. Like, G asked well, me about a lot of stuff, and I'll tell him up front. I'm like, yo, don't count me in the number. But if anything changes, I'll try to be there. Because I try to be a man of my word in terms wow. of anything. So if it's ever anything, if I say, yes, I'll be there, you you can write that in stone. That's another thing about being a friend, being a but man of your word. Being true to your word. Man, that is so important. Yeah, so important. being true to your word. Yeah. But I think that's your reason right there, though, because you want to be true to your word. So that's the reason why black people be on some, well, uh, let me let me see what it's looking like. Because you don't want to say yes, I, now you obligate. I respectfully disagree with that. As a former flaker. Former. When did you change? <laughs> when were you reformed? <laughs> and now when I try to commit myself to some, now I might not get there on time, but if I tell you I'm going to be there, I feel like it's important to be there because I think you kind of, like you said, being a man of your word is way more important as mm -hmm. I get older mm -hmm. than when I was younger. And I just felt like it's disrespectful to be like, yo, I'm coming somewhere and not show the fuck up. Yeah. Can I buy you as a person? And I think if I buy you as a person, I should respect your time. And then you have to think about like, what is it, like a win and, you know, uh, it's some years ago, J-Dub had a, a baby shop. I ain't going to this shit. I don't believe in going baby shows. I'm not going to this shit. I don't know who created this co-ed shit, but I don't want to fucking go. I don't want to go eat no chicken wings. I'll fuss myself out there. I'm like, you know what? He's my homie. Let me go to this baby shop. I didn't tell you I was coming. You got it. You got it. You were there. Yeah, you were there. You were right there. I agree that you should be a man of your word. Like That's why I said, but like the question Jasper asked was whether or not you um, feel some type of way or, or like why black people don't be wanting to say yes, you know, directly. They always, you know, well, we'll see and this and that. And that because reason, it feels like a job? Well, not because it feels like a job, but because you don't want to commit and then have to decommit. Like, so you don't no, 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 no. See, the issue is black people will commit. I'm not talking about you give an uncertain answer. Like, if, if yeah, I'm not sure. Uncertainty. Uh, huh? Let me see. What'd you say? I said that's me. I'm I'm gonna give some uncertainty. I'm gonna be like, yeah, let me see what it's looking like. And I'll I don't think that's true. You be like, nah, I'm gonna be there. Yeah, that's sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, like, nah, I'm nah, looking for you in paintball. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I know let me ask you. So to Devo's point, to De Devo's point, do you feel like? that has anything to do with friendship or do you change your behavior with a friend that you consider a good friend well i would say yes you want to try to be better you know if you got if you're doing something specifically that that could cause some type of harm you know as far as you waiting on somebody to show up then yeah i, I would say some type of apology is needed some type of acknowledgement and accountability made and then yeah after that um it would be like yeah you moving forward trying to be better um, so yeah, today it just, it, it just happens like that sometimes, you know, but I don't think it has anything to do with how I look at you and view you as a friend. Now, am I going to show up if you call me and say, Hey, I don't know, you know, something happened and, and I need help right now. Like, am I going to show up for that? 100%. Like, so I think that to me is the measurement, not necessarily like the level of importance of whatever you're supposed to be showing yeah, up to. Yeah. That's like a, a test right there. So let me ask you, I'm kind of back and kind of doing full circle. So say you committed to something and you ain't show up for whatever reason, 
and they sent you out a failure bill for fifty dollars for the meal that they paid for your ass not coming. Do you feel this fair? I wouldn't honestly. Not not if I said one hundred percent. Hey, bro, I'm gonna be the gone RSVP me. You know, pay my meal, whatever. Well, not you paying the meal, but whatever. I'm coming. Like you already bought the tickets to Disney. You bought me a ticket. Like yeah, if you told me yeah, bro, I'm gonna need you to reimburse. Yeah, I wouldn't feel no way about that. I don't think I'd feel slightly about that. I if I, I said I was going for sure. Why would you feel the way? I'm like, what the fuck? I wasn't even done. But then I'd be like, well. I mean, if you knew they came out of money. Yeah, I know. That's why I said I would have to be thinking myself. I was like, okay, I'm kind of seeing where he's coming from. Okay. See, with friendship, you have to, like, you know, put yourself away. Like, nigga, I don't yeah. want to fucking know. Yeah, like, yeah, nah, yeah. I know you bought that shit. So, yeah, nah, I didn't make, and I said yeah, I was going. <laughs> if I gave you any uncertainty that I wasn't going to be there, nah, that shit on you, bro. I told you I, would, I might come. I ain't say that shit with <laughs> certainty. And see, that's where I think you have to be very specific because I agree. If, if you say, like, I always say, uh, I'm not going to commit, but I'm, I'm going to try to make some stuff work out, right? right. I'll say that, and I try to see if it can work out. And if not, I don't feel bad in that moment because I told you from jump, like, hey, it's looking like a twelve percent chance I might be able to come. Correct. Like, no. that's the right time. way to handle. It. When did that happen? Marcy birthday. Y'all asking? No, 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 no. Yes, dude. I know for a fact I didn't tell you I was coming because. That's the same day as my daughter's birthday party. I told you from jump. You said I'm about to be able to, might not be able to make it. I'm going to see if I can. You told me, hey man, my wife might not be able to come because she's tired from the birthday party, but I'm gonna show up. And I said, cool. I said, but don't think the person to do it, bro. You told me. I don't think it happened like that. I'm telling you that you told me. Highly unusual. It happened. I don't think it happened. Okay. Play the tape back. Right. Take the tape back. I don't think that happened. I don't think that happened. Roll it back on your eye, nigga. Let me ask you. All right. So we talked about accountability. But do you feel like there are duties or responsibilities for friendship? Like, I think we all agree that, you know, if I, let's say, uh, Devo, you fucking up. And I come to you and I'm like, hey, man, you fucking up. <laughs> Let me shine the light on this. These are potential consequences, X, Y, Z. I think we could probably all agree that that's a good friend that does that. Yeah. But does a good friend have a responsibility to do that? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So if you don't say anything, are you a bad friend? Absolutely. If the consequences happen and you kind of foreseen it, if you come back to me and say later on, yeah, I was going to say something to you about that. Like, I ain't I say nothing. I just let you spiral out of control. And yeah, I say I'm nothing. trying to feel some type of way about that situation. Like, I just didn't give a fuck about your demise. You know, that kind of happened with my wife and her friends. Like, the dude went shit. But sometimes people don't, they got to see for themselves because they ain't going to hear you. Especially with, like, relationships and shit. And be like, oh no, he's a good dude. He do this, he do that. With women, man, I've been working with a bunch of women for years now. And you I was about to say, do you think that's gender based, um, or you think it's just people? No, it could, yeah, people and job dudes too. Girl, you have a nigga's head. I'm like, he ain't shit. I'm trying to tell you, bro. Yeah. No, I don't know to do that. You know, yeah. be in that little puppy love stage, and they get further down the line. But I'm seeing the sign that this girl ain't good for you. You know, and. Sometimes, you know, it's like, okay, I don't need to say shit. Because my wife has been accused of, well, you didn't say nothing, you know. Why you tell me that this dude was like that? And But she didn't like, say nothing. Because what you just described, you said something. Now, after you said something a couple of times, I'm going to be like, well, no, nah, I like her. Then you ain't going to say nothing else. All right, you, you just go ahead and do it. That's yeah, probably, did she, I don't think did she, say she didn't say nothing. I don't think she said anything. It's just she like, like he let it rock out because sometimes it comes off as judgmental. Oh, you don't like yeah, nobody. Well, I guess because girls are different. Yeah, I guess. Come off as emotional, and like you said, kind of like when women be like, "Oh, well, she the ox because she want my man." Because exactly, yeah, yeah, you're it's right. So, you're right. So like when women relationships, I've seen it. Women relationships end for the dumbest stuff. They're the most falling out. Yeah, I, just, I never <laughs> like 
you're not talking to such and such no more about what happened. I don't know. Uh, I said, sorry, but she didn't like the way I said it. So, you know, she stopped answering my phone call. I'm like, it just be petty shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, y'all got daughters. It's just like when your daughter, uh, if your daughter happened to date somebody, you might think negative the whole time. Like, where this nigga from? Who is? And she like, dad, you're so judgmental, you know? And they get like that. And that's just like how friendship goes sometimes. Like, oh, it's so judgmental. But really, we care about you, you know? Exactly. As a friend, we don't want you to get hurt. By this feeling, nigga. Oh, this feeling, you know. <laughs> but see, I don't understand. Like, if you feel like somebody's your friend, why would you feel like they judge you? That's what I was just getting. That's at. A, that sounds like they problem that they got to deal with. You know. No, I think if you got a problem between two friends, no, I'm talking about it's the person both that, of y'all problem. Yeah, it is. But the person that feel like that she's judging her, it's like it's something that she might be insecure about. About the uh, the dude or whatever the worthless dude, or she's got a track record of always coming at her about something. Like you think you know it all, but your husband well, that, and shit. So I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like that goes back to what I said earlier about a real friend. Like, because if you really consider this person your friend, then you can't think ill will of them. Like, meaning if I'm telling you something, you can't think that I'm telling you something because I'm jealous or I got a problem. Like, you should think that I'm in good faith and then try to look at it on my side. So that's why that's important. It, it yeah. Can, you know, because yeah. that'll happen every time. But social media has created that if anyone is opposed to doing how you feel, uh, you living the way, you living your life the way you want to they live. Don't. <laughs> then you went out. Well, no, you can't be my friend if we ain't on the same shit. Now, a random ass person that you don't know, what if they say that? I mean, yeah, I might say, man, fuck you. You my friend. You well, know? Like I, said, I got a cousin I grew up with, and I his opinion, you know, is my yeah. wife's, and then his. And it's like, he might tell me something pretty like, hey, like, you, know, you don't want to do that. Yeah. And I might not want to hear shit. Yeah. But I know it's coming from a place of love. So I'm going to listen to it and I'm going to absorb it. I might still do what the fuck I want to do anyway. But ultimately, I can't go back to him and be like. Yeah. See, I think my, you know, my thing is is a little different. Like, I don't really even weigh whether I feel like it's coming from a place of love or not. I, I kind of look at it in a way, like, is this true or not? You are absolute. Like, if, if a complete stranger came up and tried to check me about something, like, were they right? Were they, was, was what they saying was true? I don't know right. if you'll take it. I don't know if you'll take it. Take it doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother Like me. I said, they would be the opposite. Sometimes, you know, a stranger can say some wild ass shit, you know? They can. You, you take it home with you, you know? I'm, I'm more, I can't. Like, I, I, I don't know because, yeah, I appreciate it, but you keep that, you keep that to Well, sometimes your pastor might say something wild. Sometimes you, you keep, take that, you keep that to yourself, keep that shit to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, man. Where does that come from, though? Where does that come from? <laughs> we can't be checked oh, by people. If we're in the wrong. If I'm knowingly in the wrong, yes. Like, if I just fall off and smack somebody at a Wendy's or something because my burger ain't cooked right, then yes. Say something to me. But if I'm living my life and you might peep some shit and I ain't asking you your opinion, you just step in, I don't want to hear that shit from you. You don't know me, cuz. What, what, what does that even mean, though? <laughs> so, for instance, you and Wendy's, you and Wendy's, we're going to use Wendy's instead of Chick-fil-A, because this would never happen at Chick-fil-A, <laughs> but you and Wendy's, and they mess up your order, the chick behind the counter got an attitude or whatever, and you just had it that day. Mm-hmm. So you go slap off. You know, not, you ain't putting your hands on nobody, but you're cussing out, you're giving her all the sentence enhancers, you're letting her have it. Let's say you slap no, it is slap, but he letting her have it. And OG over here comes up and he's like, Chill out, young blood. You don't want to be doing all that in public. I think the feeling me gonna tell me get stuck out of my face, dog. They stuck up your shit. Go get your goddamn burger and get stuck out of my face over here. Then you're gonna say, You ain't my friend. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, the out of <laughs> <laughs> but you wilding though. Get a baconator, nigga. <laughs> you wilding in that moment, man. No, I don't are you? And I get what you're saying. And in the situation that extreme, that's not accepted. But I don't know, man. Like unsolicited advice from strangers to me, I, I can't. You know, I don't know your intentions. So I don't know if, like, unless it's something that is clear as day that yeah, I'm fucking up. 
I might not tell, I might take that with a grain of salt. So with strangers, you feel like they should mind their business. Yes. Not get involved. With friends, you feel like you have a responsibility to get involved and not just mind your business. Yeah. I don't know. Because like I was just saying earlier, like, because sometimes people don't do what they're doing. You might come out of jail. Man, I'm like, you know what? Sometimes you got to let them see it through themselves and, but, and get their heart great. Uh, I feel like this kind of goes back to the conversation we had on last episode. You saying you just got to let them feel it because you fear coming off judgmental? Um, I think after you feel like you did so much, you get tired of telling them the same thing. It's like, okay, they just want to see it through. I'm told them time after time and about the same thing. They just got to see it through. Well, I also think, so uh, there's this philosophy in terms of coaching someone. And I think it's important that you address the issue mm-hmm. like for instance in the example that you just gave that friend instead of addressing hey this is happening they should be addressing hey this is a pattern let me point it out to you mm-hmm. this happened here you did that again this happened here i can see that happening again because if you're just addressing that issue but the bigger problem is a pattern then that's something a little different. You do start to sound like you're nagging. Yeah. Address that pattern, and then maybe their eyes can be open to it. Mm-hmm. You know, but I think, you know, kind of how we, we were talking a few minutes ago, if you fear coming off judgmental, I think there's something between your friendship that might not be super comfortable. That's yeah, true. Because I don't think with any of my friends that this might be why, you know, some people feel like I'm an asshole. I don't know. But I, I've never had that thought with any of my friends that they're going to feel like I'm judging. Mm-hmm. And I hope I never come across that I'm judging you um, about anything because no matter what, yeah. like I feel like me and my friends, we in this. You know, we're going to be friends. Uh, a lot of times I just, like one of my other friends, I just say it. <laughs> I just say it. It kind of ignore me and keep going, but you're going to hear this shit. I'm your friend. I got to give it to you, you know? I think you wouldn't be considered a true friend if you did. Yeah. You got to give them the good and the bad. Because inside me, I'm like, damn, man. Fuck, man. I got to tell this motherfucker this, but he going to fuck up his life. So let me let me tell this motherfucker this. Now, let me ask you this. Would you be as receptive to that information if every time you're around that person, all they bring you is going off the negativity? Like they never praise you for the things that you do yeah, well, yeah, yeah. but they always want to bring up the shit that they might feel like you necessarily might drop the ball on. But see, it's just like what uh, J Dub was saying. Like it's the way you say it. Like he was saying the toxic. I mean the pattern or whatever. Yeah. It's a it's a way that you say it. You address it. You know, like hey, yeah, you be doing all this nigga stuff, but you're a good person, man. I want to see you broke. You know, but you're <laughs> in this same negative pattern that you always go through. Step out of the nigga. Yeah. <laughs> Stop right away from that. That nigga ass shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So let me ask you, uh, Champ, I'm going to ask you this one and let you start this one off. If you feel like you have a friendship that maybe is not good, would you end it, like specifically take actions to end it, or whether would you just uh, kind of let that fade We you just stop talking to each other? Um, probably just let it fade and stop talking to each other. I mean, I, I think that's how I've handled some situations. Maybe that ain't the best course of action. I cut that motherfucker off. Yeah, because, you know, at that point, now, I ain't the type of motherfucker that's just ain't, you know, I don't, y'all know me, I'm not going to be silent about any fucking thing. So, it's been said <laughs> how I feel about a situation if, like, hey, yeah, no, nah, that wasn't right. Hey, how you moving? I ain't, you know, I ain't really feeling that, bro. I don't be on shit like that. Like, and, Sometimes you get really angry. Right? And them <laughs> so, yeah. you wouldn't let that person know, like, yeah, I can't really deal with you no more on the strength of this. I guess it depends. Because, like, okay, if it's somebody I've been, I'm rocking with it daily all the time, like, I was like, maybe I work with them and I see them daily and then we hang out after work sometimes. Like, yeah, I don't think it, I, it just can't be like, boom, I just tell off the face of the earth type shit. So, yeah, <laughs> it would have to be some type of conversation that is, you know, yeah, you, you know, the way you was moving here, I saw how you treated the old girl. You, 
you hitting you hitting bitches. I don't know. Like but, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that ain't I can't rock with you, fam. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I would think if it if it was like that. But now let's say it's somebody who you know, you you friends with you maybe was friends with them in the past, and then y'all still kind of cool here and there, but then I don't know, they did something, you know, again that you felt wasn't right. Yeah, at that point, I'm gonna just go ahead and let that stop, you know, reaching out, you know, or stop answering if you call. Like, because I feel like at that point, it just ain't, ain't even no point for me to address it. Yeah, sometimes I just fade away. I've had some people who do, he was a work friend, but he kind of became like a, a good friend, but he just bring drama all the time. Mm -hmm. So I just let his ass fade away. Right. <laughs> see, okay, in that situation, though. Were you a good friend if you didn't address it? Like, that's what we're talking about. Do you have a responsibility to? What I said before, it's like, it had been, like, ongoing, like, maybe arguments and stuff. And just like, you know what? I'm done with this nigga. Between you and him? Yeah. So, it's just like, you don't deserve to, um, for me to say we're not friends anymore. You know, that's... <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. He just one of the dudes that always wanted to be in the streets. He had kids. He was just a deadbeat father, but always had all the hoes. And I'm like, yo, I can't operate with you. I can't talk to you. Like, I don't respect you as a man. For one, you're not taking care of your kids because your old lady put it on social media. Your kids are hungry, bro. Like, and then I got other homies that, you know, kind of like going back to what Debo was saying, like, I just kind of had to phase them out where that you just kind of outgrow people. Like, they still yeah. stuck in that childish mentality. Uh, they want to be hood, or they want to pop pills, or they want to do some goofy shit. And I'm not about that goofy shit. I'm a grown man. I'm about working. I'm about taking care of my family. I'm about trying to, you know, get right with God. I don't want that type of energy in my life. Yeah. So I'm just not, like, I'm not going to have a conversation with you, but you feel that, like, this ain't, like, like, like I'm not going to answer the phone that's free. And it's easy with smartphones nowadays. Yeah. Like, like Android would be exact, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just, it depends on, I guess, your trans, like your transgression will be how I handle. Well, yeah. I think if it's something, if there is a, an event, like a significant event that happens and everybody kind of knows, like, this is friendship altering. Yeah. Um, I don't think a conversation is needed at that point. But, you know, I always wonder because I've heard of people saying, like, Yo, weren't you in such and such cool? What happened to y'all? I just like, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't think it always necessarily goes down to, <laughs> to like people just say, "Oh, we ain't friends." No it happens like in a in like an argument or something. Yeah. Emotions high, and be like, "I ain't fucking with you no more," or something like that. And that's usually how I have. It's more common for people to get faded away. But do men do that? Do men ever have a conversation like, "Yeah, we're not friends"? <laughs> Well, I mean, so we have a friend or we had a friend that we were pretty cool with. Um, we always used to hang out together. And then there was there was something that was done. There was something that was done that just it, it can't ever be done in, in, in a friendship. And you know, it wasn't even done to me, yeah. but it was done to another one of my close friends. And I think that's the type of event. Friendship has never been the same after that. Like at yeah. this point, we don't even communicate. We don't talk. But I think you know what happened. So there's no, oh, I don't know what happened. Like, no, no, no. Everybody evolved. Yeah, but it wasn't like what we ain't friends no more. It was just, it was just start uh, went on and down. Yeah. Know, like, like it's so you don't, you don't talk at all. Watch out a little bit. But if there's not a significant, or maybe even if the other person doesn't recognize that it's a significant event, you know, I think that'd be weird. I will say this. I don't think I have any of those situations to where I'm not cool with somebody I used to be cool with. Now, I do have friendships where we've obviously grown apart. Like we used to be super, super, super close. Mm -hmm. And not so much now. But if we do communicate, it's like, oh, man, how's it been? And we catching up. Yeah. You know, it's like old times. It's like, yeah. you know, everything comes back and we can have a blast with each other. But I don't have anybody that I used to be close with that if I see them, I want to go the other way. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I have that. But you know what? I kind of think, um, 
I get where you was coming from, how you was just acting, you know, you didn't, like, just end the friendship, just let it fade away. I believe it's, it might be a very, I mean, it happened with women, too, but it might be a pride issue because maybe if you address the person, like, hey, we in this friendship, maybe a conversation can come out, you know, and you can figure this shit out. So I kind of get where you come from, but it's just like, uh, I just ready to fade this nigga away. Yeah, <laughs> I get where you're coming from, though. But do you think it would be based on maybe how you rank that friendship? Like, do you think it's like, okay, we were friends, but I wouldn't consider you my best friend, so I'm okay with just letting that fizzle away. If it's somebody that's like your best friend or one of your best friends, do you think you would have a conversation then? Moment of silence. <laughs> uh, I don't want to chat. I'm still thinking about it. All right. So, Chad, what do you think about the, you know, is is it the level of friendship? Do you think, like, if you best friends, would you make sure you had that conversation if something kind of really messed up the friendship? Or would you treat it the same if, you know, just kind of let it fade away? Yeah, I don't think the timing matters. Like, you know, I think you could fizzle out with somebody who you were best of friends with or somebody who, you know, was, you know, a close acquaintance where y'all was almost friends type situation. It it just, you know, kind of happens as you get older. You know, it's, I was talking to somebody else about it because I got people like you was just saying, like, like I haven't seen, but like once I speak to them, it's like, yeah, it's, it, everything is the same. But it, it goes to a point where once you just live in life, you know, it, you don't have time for everyone to be in your life. Um, so I think it becomes important that you seek out the ones that you feel the closest connections to, to, to harbor those and foster, I guess would be the better word, foster those relationships, um, you know, even more. So if somebody falls by the wayside, that means, in my opinion, they wasn't really, you know, they're not necessar- necessarily necessary <laughs> on your journey. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I disagree with that. And the reason, so I'm going to use you as an example. All right. You know, people could go through something. There was a period where I was hitting you up and you, you were ghosting me. <laughs> like you ain't answered the phone for weeks, maybe even months. Right. 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 You could have been going through something. Now I know plenty of people that would have been on some, well, fuck it. <laughs> Fair. You know, he don't he don't want to talk or whatever. I just I don't know that ain't that ain't me. Like, if I know there's nothing significant that happened between us, and then you just not answer, like I don't know what's going on. I'm gonna keep trying to check on you know type of thing. I I don't well, believe I that, giving up on friendships. Well, and I think that right there, honestly, that changed me in how I view you know friendships in general because you know I it made me be more aware of like what I am to other people. You know, I guess I just never, you know, I, I'll be honest, you know, I, I speak on it a little bit. Like I, I've always had like friends, but like, I, I was never, I always felt like I was on the outside of the friend groups and, and it's, I don't know. It's all, it's kind of proven that. Cause like y'all even mentioned weddings, you know, I ain't never been invited to nobody's wedding. Like even, Friends that I've been friends with my whole life. For some reason, during the wedding time, I just guess I got forgotten, you know, so. You both I, said he invited you and you full of shit. Nah, that's a lie. That nigga ain't inviting me to no fucking yeah. wedding. <laughs> you was invited, nigga. You came to the bachelor party. I didn't get invited to the wedding. I didn't even know where the wedding was. I mean, he gonna invite me where I was. Yeah, he invited me. I put him on the list. RSVP. I ain't seen no champ. <laughs> no, nah, I don't get no RSVP. Nah, I don't remember that. Nah, I would admit it when I'm wrong. Nah, I don't remember that. I don't remember that at all. Oh, God. Oh, all right, continue. <laughs> we'll come back. We'll break off in that at a later date. At a later date. But anyway, yeah, no, nah, I, yeah, I, I'm always like on the outskirts looking in, and I think you know part of that is because of you know what you just said. I I don't always do a good job of of showing up. Um, to certain events and and I realized like after everybody has these little innuendos about an event that I wasn't at and so that's kind of why I get lost I think and where I'm not all the way in with the friend groups 
Um, so I, I think, you know, that having that conversation with you, uh, you know, I, I still remember that conversation. It was like, you know, it was eye opening for me and it, it made me realize like I, I do this, you know, a lot where I just close myself off to everybody and it ain't even just you or it's just, I be, I don't know. I, I just be trying to deal with what I'm dealing with. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I feel like it's easier for me to deal with it alone. Yeah. Yeah. I had, um, this kind of spending all that. And I was kind of like, Jack, I had a couple of friends, uh, one friend in particular that I would call him, me and him was really close. And he kind of was on the same time. Like he wasn't, um, he was dealing with something, personally he really wasn't talking to anybody not even you know his siblings and you know when i finally got off the phone after six months because i got to a point where i just got frustrated like look and i just told him like look man i'm not gonna keep calling you if you're gonna keep you know denying my calls and he kind of let me know like he was dealing with like mild forms of depression and just anxiety and it's kind of like the pressures of the world would get into him he didn't really know how to cope and he didn't want to put that on anybody especially me so, you know, we had to come to agreement, like, man, if you dealing with stuff, like, if you need to vent, bro, like, come talk to me. Like, that's what I'm here for. Like, I got nothing but love for you. Like, even if I can't help you, you know, it doesn't help to keep that in. You got to let that go. Speaking for somebody who kind of dealt with that, and I think that's kind of where I was at for a while, is, and, and you wouldn't have known it. Like, I'm, I've always been, you know, the, the happy guy and all of that. But, like, yeah, on the inside, I don't like myself. So, like, I don't want to put myself out on nobody else. Like, you know, I'm not feeling good or happy with me. So, like, why would I want to be and bring that energy to somebody else is kind of how I used to look at it. And, like, yeah, I, that's why I don't want to talk to anyone because I don't and want to. same time, time he gave me the same, same, he gave me the same speech, same speech. Mm -hmm. I just let him know, like, look, man, we love you. When you said right, it, that's it, what it, sounded, it felt familiar. Like, yeah. when you said it, it's like, yeah, I, I know exactly where he was coming from. That's what your friends there for, man. We gotta, we gotta do life together, like, cause if not, then we all just strangers to each other. I mean, I give a chance, like, cause I'm, I'm <laughs> saying stuck with our wives. Be the outlet. I don't know. I, I give a chance, say though, cause I get a little private with my stuff too. You know, like I need to handle it on my own. You know. But why? 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 I don't. Me. Yeah. Even though you my friend, you know. Uh, I don't need to tell you everything, you know. I don't want to burden you, you know. I don't want you to make your my problems your problems. Now you got more problems. Like, yeah, sure, you talking it to me, you know, whatever is is great, you know. But at the end of the day, nigga, I need this money. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, your problems are my problems because. If you struggling to get the money, maybe we can we can you know brainstorm on some ways you can get it. Like, nah, I ain't got it for you. Well, I'm finna just unless it's an amount that I can you know afford to let somebody. Well, have. I, I was using that as an example, of course. No, I'm but, saying, but your friends can help in those moments. You gotta understand that people are there, and one of the ways they can help is to maybe open your eyes to a perspective you have not seen. Like, even right. you're going through something. I, I might be more open than, than most people because I don't I don't typically just close off and and, and not want to do. I'm a people person at heart. Yeah, like, I, I have to admit, like I first like when we first started talking on the phone regularly, like some of the conversations you were having me and like the amount of information you would give me was a little bit overwhelming, bro. Like I was like, <laughs> like I'm cool, but damn, bro, like I don't need all that. See, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't, you gotta open me up to be like, okay, I feel comfortable. You're sharing that with me. I can now share you with that same level of energy. Because at first, if you all know, you remember, like, I'll give you like bits and pieces, but kind of like my friendship has grown. I was about to say, nigga, that was 15 years ago. I, ago. <laughs> I mean, I still give bits and pieces, you know. Like, you didn't even know this. <laughs> Cause I was share a lot too. I say some off the wall shit. Mm -hmm. Like what the fuck? Yeah, do that. Like, <laughs> like I don't even know this, but I feel comfortable <laughs> with you. Tell you that I ain't that ass last night. You be like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> that shit you need to know. I know not to pass you the blunt, nigga. <laughs> right. I only like seeing a nigga in the group got a problem with it. Drake ass nigga. Yeah, yeah, it ain't for me. And you're feeling bad, nigga. Speaking of, speaking of friendships, let's talk about these horrible friends out here. Namely, John Morant's friends. Mm. <laughs> parents? Well, not parents. 
Prepare properly. Yeah, his dad in the, in the circle too. He's a horrible friend. For anybody who does not know, just Google John Morant. This guy, he's uh, in the NBA, plays for the Memphis Grizzlies. Great athlete. Fantastic athlete. Up and coming, could be one of the top stars in, in the next generation of, of players. Um, What's the point to making horrible? And I think horrible is an understatement. Oh, deeply. <laughs> horrible decisions in life. Uh, trying to f- see how quickly he can get put out the NBA and ruin his life. Um, y'all feel like his friends saying anything to him, encouraging him to make better decisions? Yeah, he definitely got some trash ass niggas. Yeah, it seems like they on the same shit he on, you know. Exactly. But see, I think they're trying to. I think at least his teammates are. His teammates had, I was uh, reported that his teammates before he even ran into the last situation he ran into, they had a players only meeting, like, hey, we need to tighten up. Need to focus, need to get right. Oh, and that's that's what went out. Uh, people were there, and they kind of overheard what needed to go on. And then, you know, next thing you know, he lied with a pistol. Like, what are we doing? And see, if his friend that he came up with, I was about to say, he need to get consider friends. those teammates' friends, or they just work. Yeah, nah, they just acquaintances. They people he worked with. The people that he hanging out with while he partying, those are his friends, or he the people he consider his friends. But here's the thing, though, that has nothing to do with being hood, bro. I'm. Look, as far as the hood is concerned, the real hood niggas don't want to see another motherfucker go down that path, bro. You just don't like it. Like, it's not something that's fun to watch. So as soon as you got something going on, you become the kid that got something going on. Like, yeah, nah, don't talk to yeah. him. He oh, that nigga made Let him hoop. Let him hoop. I think you talking about older people because, nah, you know, we kind of talked about this on one of the earlier yeah. episodes. These new niggas that's in the hood, even when they got money where they can get out and, and change their life, they still be with the same shit. My thing is, well, yeah, you I, guess you, I guess you might be right, generational maybe. But like, yeah, when yeah, I was, you can be yourself, but like be smart. But he's not with it though. He grew up with both parents. He went to a private school. Ultimately, he's trying to portray something that he not. That's all the meme that he uh man. he clears from be uh from eight miles. You frozen on stage? It was plenty of times where I they wouldn't let me get in the car. Like, nah, you you can go to college, nigga. You can't get in the car. Like, nah, you finna go do some dangerous ass shit. You can't ride this time, you know. So like, I feel like it was like that even with young niggas. Now that was back then, you know. Now I'm a little, I guess I'm a little old now, but so I don't know if that's the same energy that they got now in the hood. I guess not, cause yeah, these new yeah, that shit ain't cool. Cause I if I if that was my homeboys or the niggas that I'm where I grew up with, the, the real hood niggas that's in jail now, they would have known. <laughs> like nigga, you made it, nigga. Hell no, nah, we ain't gonna be doing this. I will do that. <laughs> you better be the friend that with the gun. Right. Somebody holding the gun. Why the hell is he carrying? Why is he holding the gun? Like y'all, Galifianakis holding the gun. I was about to say it was super small. I don't even know why he was flashing it. I was like, you act like you got a desert eagle out here or something. With no shirt. That, that's what that's what niggas do. Yeah. <laughs> they try to they try to be flashy, you know, have money and stacks on social media and shit. I ain't talking about John Moran and them, but just niggas. Well, you know, you get no bitches that way. That's how it goes. Dude, the dude in the NBA got millions. I don't think he has a concern about pulling women. I get he don't have a concern. However. That's what the women like, so that's what he gonna be. Yeah, me and my dad was talking about that earlier, bro. He's John Morant, man. Like, he can get plenty. What he he's John Morant. Well, okay, think about it like this. Like, Michael B. You Jordan. Get more and, Russell Wilson. Wilson. Yeah. and all the chicks was online talking about some, he, you know, handsome dude, but he looked like he born, or he a good guy. I want a nigga that look like he ain't shit. They want the, you know, they want the... Um, John Morant. I know we've talked about this. I just have never. Yeah, I want to. I, I, when I was single, of course, I wanted a woman just like the next dude. But I'm not about to let my life decisions be based on pulling this chick. Like it just wasn't that difficult. It was yeah, I just. It's never been that hard. To pull a chick. Like when I'm single, I ain't have to pretend to be nothing else. I'm not the only dude that's like that. 
Yeah, but you mm-hmm. it's far fewer. Uh, but if it's easier, I mean, it's, it's, it's like them franchise boys and shit. I mean, right. <laughs> you were trying to pull a chick. Yeah, that's they, how you wanted to. They like a nigga that's that's fresh, you know. You don't want to be perceived as the lame. Yeah. Ultimately, you want to be always perceived as. Yeah. Because the chick, the, at least growing up for me, the baddest chick was always with the dope boy. Or the nigga that had money, or the nigga that had that image of the bad boy. Yeah, they never with the nerdy yeah. boy. One with like some windbreakers and a tank top and some kids on. Like, <laughs> in high school, who wants to be like, you can't be yourself in high school. Like, I'm a nerd, I'm lame. Like, everybody's putting on the front. I disagree. I disagree. More people are putting on the front than that. Let me say it like that. Not that. I think maybe nowadays, because everybody pretending they got all this stuff. I just, I don't know. Back when we were in high school growing up, I don't remember anybody coming across like, oh, they balling, they got money. Like, Dothan wasn't that spot. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just wasn't a place where people had wealth. But what are you what? talking about wealth? And we, we ain't talking about wealth, bro. We talking about hood rich. We, we, we talking about you got the ability to go to McDonald's and Chick Fil A, like you didn't, you know, and that's First of all, and that's sad, but that's what it was. Growing up for me, you had to have like everybody in the hood drove a lottery. Um, oh, we went, we went like it might have been four thousand dollars, and they all wore Jabo jeans and they all had on Jabos, and they had on oh, back jerseys. So your your whole outfit may have been. Two hundred and fifty dollars, and your car might be four thousand dollars, but you got a pocket full of like you said, money. I can take you to Red Lobster, and now you the shit. Yeah, you and all the chicks check for you. Got yeah, red yeah. shit back then, like down Alabama with Grand Marquis Crown Vic and shit in the box Chevy, yeah. and you got yeah, a little stickers on your car and shit. Goddamn, chewing the tiger on the side of your shit. That's the, the shit that niggas like. <laughs> We all knew chicks, man. The, the finest chicks was getting picked up by them niggas with them donks and shit. Like, you watch them hoes getting picked up during the I ain't see it. I ain't see it. I ain't see it. The, I all, the, all the chicks in high school. No, no. The chicks in high school that, you know, I thought were attractive, I didn't see them with no dope boys. I ain't see that. What chicks you find attractive, bro? Because, like, yeah, I mean, they, they, they busted now, and then like, <laughs> course, but I'm just saying, you can't pull a chick in some windbreakers. You can't. I mean, now you figure out that oh, it's about confidence. <laughs> <laughs> right. If I round my chick, uh, you know what? It depends on the type of chick too. Because mm-hmm. I go on like a uh, with some windbreakers on. She's like, hell no. Uh uh-uh, uh, that nigga can't talk to me. Like a I had a, I had a chick and uh, a few years ago said when she she would look at a dude's shoes to tell if she want to talk to him or not. Oh, that's that's mm-hmm. definitely the shoes first. Yeah, I got nothing. You back and like, nah, it's shoe game fucked up. See, and it could have been like for me, I am turned off by unintelligence. <laughs> oh yeah, then that. Yeah, nah, that that explains a lot. Then, yeah, you wouldn't have saw the kids with the dope. Maybe physically she could have looked good. <laughs> she could have looked good, but then she made a life decision based on oh, the nigga got Jabo jeans on. He the dude. I would instantly find her unattractive. So maybe I wouldn't even check him for those chicks. That's probably what it was because they also before they even got with that dude had to be you know not a very. I might have pursued her for physical interaction. If I never knew that, mm. but as soon as I find that out, I'm not with it no more. So you're not fucking. <laughs> no, no. Like, hypothetically, this chick you no longer find intelligent, do you the pussy you wasn't fucking in high school? If she's already shown me that she's dumb, I, I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not attracted anymore. Nah, I mean, I'm like, damn, that shit easy. No, no. It's always easy. Yeah, I mean, it was always easy. Nah. It was always easy. <laughs> I got with my wife because she is the most beautiful woman on the planet for the podcast, for the record, and she is super intelligent. Like I cannot do any anybody who's dumb. Like 
I mean, I wouldn't have dated you, but I would have. Yeah, I was about to say, I wouldn't have no wife, bro. See, in high school, what I'm thinking about is adulthood. Because in high school, you got the means that your parents can afford for you. And it, it wasn't no faking it for me. I mean, if my parents didn't have it, we just didn't have the shit. I was, I was competing with niggas that came to my business completely pedophiles. But I was competing with grown ass men. 32-year-old men picking up 11th graders. Exactly. Yeah, hell no. Nigga, you out here, you can't compete with Kels. That nigga the Pied Piper of R&B. <laughs> that was our competition. The dope boys on the corner knocking down the chicks that go to our high school at 11th and 12th grade. Super pedophilish, but that's your competition. These niggas got a pocket full of money, rims, dressed to the nine. So you got to become them to compete with them. Exactly. That's kind of like crabs and iron. I hate to say it like that, but yeah, you can kind of emulate what you what you see. Ain't right, but you want you know you want a chick too that look nice, so you gonna kind of chase what they are, I mean, what they got. And the girls they like they like the rappers back then and shit, you know, or they like an R and B nigga, you know. So like you might just like B two K or some shit. Amarion and braids. I guess, I guess. So we 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 gonna throw it to the to the listeners. You know, y'all leave us some feedback. What do y'all think is a good friend? You know, um, do friends have those responsibilities um, to to say something? Do you feel like you are not a good friend if you see something and you don't say something because you feel like it's best for me to mind my own business? Let us know what y'all think. We'll see y'all next time. Again, thank y'all for listening. We hope you enjoyed the episode. All right. Shoot us some feedback, guys, whether it's on social media, text message, smoke signal. Carry a pigeon. Either way, we'll appreciate the feedback. Let us know any topics that you want to hear us speak on. And as always, your, your beat, beat ain't safe. safe. See y'all next episode, guys. Peace out.